All right, so today we're going to talk about Chinese ghost marriages, an ancient and still somewhat practiced tradition where a man or woman, destined to not die alone or as a way to preserve family lineage, marries a ghost, or in some cases, their corpse. Till death do us part? Oh no, death is where we just get started. I'm Mike. I'm Ian. I'm Dave. If you like your spouse like you like your garden, full of worms and ready to be plowed, you won't want to miss this episode. This is Necronomapod. A teenager's body has been stolen from her grave in China in tomb robbing for a suspected ghost marriage. Known as Ming An or Spirit Marriage, Chinese ghost marriages see corpses wed to living people in a ceremony thought to bring peace to the dead in afterlife. It is carried out especially if either the bride or groom had died suddenly before a wedding or a child had died single. In 2015, a record 14 female corpses were stolen in one village in Shaanxi province, according to the BBC. The village family from in North China believe the corpse of their female relative, who died aged 18, has been stolen for one such ceremony. So Ian, I feel like each week now you're going to have uh, set the bar higher and higher for finding the most messed up Looney Tune uh, topics for us to discuss. This one kind of blew my mind and I'm still not sure what to make of this. Uh, tell us, what is a Chinese ghost marriage? So to sum up a Chinese ghost marriage, it would be, it usually happens with um, two dead people that weren't married, that died single. And they have a wedding, the whole ceremony, but they're dead. And they're usually then buried together. That's a brief description of it. It's basically what it is. And like their families would throw them a wedding. Right. Of of two dead people, have a whole celebration and reception, and then now you're married and go be buried together. Right. So that's the basic setup, right? But then there's offshoots where... You know, one person is a corpse, one person's alive. Yeah, it can get it gets a little gets even weird, more so. fucked up than just the basic yeah. two dead people. And then it gets dark with black market stuff with digging up graves and all of which we're going to touch on probably here in, in, in a few minutes. Right. Not only that, like murder just to sell the corpse, yeah. which is, you know, really out there. So, yeah, let's uh, let's get into it. It's um, it's something that's really underreported. It's tough to find a lot of information on it. So, I mean, you really have to dig to find much about the about the tradition. Do you think it's because when you marry a ghost bride, you're so busy enjoying the silence that you don't have time to <laughs> broadcast? You didn't need nothing to talk about. Everything's quiet. <laughs> and I'm sure in all fairness, the, the females who married a ghost husband probably enjoyed not having to clean up after him and i don't know about all that you don't it's know. not very good for women that marry a ghost <laughs> man and, we, and we, yeah we'll get into that shortly because now it's it's not fun for the women that go along with that so we don't really know kind of how this started where it came from but it had been around since um back 17th century bc right um and then had just become a part of custom and tradition yeah yeah, it became a big part of uh, back back then. It became a big part in tradition, but it still happens today. But it's it's still rare. It uh, it's mainly in like rural parts of China that it still goes on today. Twenty nineteen, still happening. Yep. The basic idea is not wanting to go to the afterlife with no partner, right? Right. Yeah. 
if I get invited to one of these ghost weddings, do I get to bring a ghost plus one? Like I a mean, threesome party at the ghost wedding? Sure, sure. So you're bringing two ghosts with you, or you're just bringing one ghost? Well, like, if my as my date, I'd bring oh, up like a plus okay. one, right? Oh, he said threesome ghost parties. So. Well, uh, sure, if you meet another <laughs> another friendly ghost You can bring five ghosts. Who the fuck's going to know? Right, they don't know. That is true. No one will know. <laughs> so, because of the strong belief in the afterlife in Chinese culture, um, there's a lot of reasons for them to go ahead and do a ghost marriage. And a lot of it has to do with burial customs that would apply to a single man and a single woman. It goes from beliefs to, you know, hauntings and bad luck will be brought onto the family due to the deceased person's, un, you know, their spirit's unhappiness. So I'm a young man. I die unmarried. I'm in the afterlife. I'm pissed at my folks because I never found a girl. So I'm going to curse and haunt them. Until they find me a bride. Exactly. Yeah, so legit. Why is it the parents' fault that the, the kid was a loser and couldn't find a woman? Why why do they get haunted because of him? Well, I think well most of these are like someone dies in an accident or dies abruptly. So they're upset. Yeah. So it's like their spirits... Restless. Yeah. Tortured soul. Right. Well, another part of this is there's so many more men in China than women because of the whole... You know, one child policy that they had in the right. 70s and 80s. So it's. And that what that's another thing, too, that makes the black market. Yeah, it's hard to find a woman. So, so prominent. The marriages are usually conducted between um, two dead people, but they still can do it when one of them's alive. That's got to be a blast. It, it's it, that that's rare that that ever happens. Do they have the bridal dance at the wedding? It might be kind of uncomfortable. Well, you know, we'll get into it in a little bit here. That I mean, they treat this like the people, like their ghosts are there and alive. Yeah. Well, that's got to be fun when you go get the garter and stuff, too. <laughs> and her femur falls off <laughs> in your hand. Oops. <laughs> Just place that right there. Um, so early accounts of ghost marriages would happen between a couple that was engaged and then one of them passed away. That would be one where one of them was still alive. They would still go through with the ceremony. Right. The groom would have the option to marry his deceased fiance with no disadvantages at all. Some would say that's an advantage. (laughs) Like that. Yeah. I mean, nothing happens. Nothing really changes in his life. But if the bride decides to go through with it, she has to follow a lot of requirements. She's required to do the funeral ritual. Morning customs, including strict dressing and conduct standards. She has to take a vow of celibacy and then immediately move in with the parents of the groom. That sounds fantastic. Yeah, they really cracked the whip on the female. Yeah, so it's it's a Jeez. a major life-changing... So in that scenario, I was reading, and it said that sometimes uh, a rooster stands in for the deceased groom. Which really? I guess it's still all about the cock for the for the woman. <laughs> it's very strange. So she has to then. So she she marries her deceased husband, his ghost, his ghost, and now she has to go live with his parents and start her life and be celibate and right, not have any fun the rest of her life. No, permanently, forever. Permanently. Yeah, yeah. What a deal. It sounds sounds great. Chinese death customs are one of the main reasons that they would do a ghost marriage. Um, If a man dies before they're married, 
they're not permitted to be buried alongside their family members. And if a woman dies unmarried, they're not permitted to get a proper funeral or receive their uh, spirit tablet. So again, what? it's shitty for the woman. What's, What's a spirit tablet? Spirit? Right. I was going to ask the same so, thing. Okay. Like, do they sell those next to the Samsungs and the iPads and... That's a little uh, <laughs> Is that question? Is it the discount version like Spirit Airlines? <laughs> yeah, right. Just Spirit tablet. <laughs> so like I like I'm thinking like it's just like almost oh, like, like a I get what you're, the joke went way over my fucking head. A tablet, a man. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I got real confused for a second. Please just leave all of that in. Do we think that this is kind of rural versus city? You know, like we have religious whack jobs in this country, you know, like in backwoods louisiana with you know speaking in tongues and snake handling and right. stuff is that kind of comparable these kind of i like that stuff's not going to fly in new york city with i the, believe the spirit tablets are a big part of so of countrywide of custom china were you yeah. talking about the tablets though or were you talking about the whole well, thing? the whole ghost marriage and that's in, what in i general. feel like like this is all ba- kind of backwoods yeah type like a stuff. hillbilly that's why it's not so widely reported on i'd imagine yeah yeah I know like the actual ghost marriages are, you know, I mean, it's not mainstream in yeah, China, but yeah, it still goes sense. on. Um, So a spirit tablet. Right. Is that like like a gravestone type thing? Kind of. That you would keep in your house? Yeah. So every family has an altar built in their house that's like, like prominently on display. So everybody would see it. And the spirit tablets show pictures of the gods and like lineage of the family, things like that. And everybody's spirit tablet is up there on the altar. So if a woman dies unmarried, they take her spirit tablet away. No funeral. And she doesn't have a spirit tablet right up there with the, with everyone else. Yeah. And the families, then they, they're told to, or it's tradition to replace her tablet with a paper one and put it in the corner of by the door, like Did the they just front get door like copy paper and write with a sharpie. Yeah, I, like, I don't hear really lies know. and put it in, in, against the wall. Yeah, Why I, do they hate the women so much? It's it's rough for women over there. Clearly, it's not an ideal situation. No, I don't think anything we're discussing here today is ideal. Right. So one of the other scenarios I I, I read is that the older brother in a family has to get married first. So if he dies without being married, the younger brother's kind of stuck. So that's another reason for why they need to marry off the the, the dead older sibling to a to a ghost bride, so the younger yeah. one can get married. Right. Right. Yep. And that I, from what I was reading, that one's kind of rare. You okay. Know? Yeah. But that does happen. But it, why would it be rare? Just because the older brother typically does marry before he dies, or I guess there's just so many yeah circumstances involved with that one. Maybe that's the backwoods of the backwoods of the backwoods. <laughs> People who, who celebrate ghost marriages still look down upon those people. <laughs> the sibling whole lineage part. Yeah, and from what I read on that one, too, is they usually do that, like, real quick, right before. Like, the it sounded like the younger brother would be, like, scheduled to be married. Like, everything was set up, and they would just hurry up and, right. and get it done. Roll in the casket for older brother's uh, <laughs> wedding, quickly have it, shove them out to the side, right. throw some dirt back on him, and then, boom, little brother's time to have a... a an actual wedding. Yep. Going back to the spirit tablet thing for women. Another thing with Chinese culture with an unmarried woman that dies or just an unmarried woman, um, they're not able to acquire a place in descent lines. They can only do that through marriage and they assume the descent lines of their husband. So without 
marriage, they obviously then have no descent line to join. Right. Like so their family's just, descent means absolutely like her parental family line means right. absolutely nothing in Chinese culture. So at least they're consistent with shitting on women. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This whole story, this whole thing just shits on women. Um, so that's that's one of the big things with the ghost marriage is it ensures that their daughter has a descent, you know, has a family line. Right. So when do we get into the differences between just a ghost bride and an actual corpse? I mean, what dictates whether you need the actual corpse? Because all ghost brides aren't the actual corpse, right? Or are they? I think that there it goes from anywhere from one a single bone to a full blown corpse. So because the man and the one the But what dictates when there's actually a corpse there? As opposed to just marrying a ghost. So you're saying that every time there has to be at least a small piece of that body to represent. Okay, so every time there's one of these ghost weddings, there's a corpse or part of a corpse at them. Okay, that makes a little more sense. I mean, it doesn't make sense, but I get it now. Yeah, because when I was looking up, it was talking about prices, which we'll get into that in the black market stuff, but it was saying nowadays that a single bone could go for $35,000 U.S. dollars <laughs> just for a single bone. Just to marry that. Just to do the ghost. That, the ghost of that from that person. Yeah. Man. So this is another instance where it would be the bride would be alive and the groom would be dead. Um, and it would the motivation for that would be to keep the family line going. Like we were saying earlier, the bride would be immediately required to move in with the the dead groom's uh, parents. So because she takes a, uh, a vow of celibacy, her now, the parent's family would then be able to adopt an heir. The, the groom's family right. can adopt an heir to re- kind of replace their son right. who's dead but married to his bride who's living with them and alive. Right. So it gives it legitimacy and... Yeah, yeah, makes it Keeps all legitimate. The family line, right? Yeah. So the, it's all legitimate. What do you? <laughs> um, the you ad- know that late. You know that that bride. She's doing the cooking. She's doing the cleaning. She's doing everything in yeah. that house. Oh yeah, she's for probably sure. dead inside. Uh, yeah. So the adoption usually would take place with um, the dead groom's brother assigning one of his own sons to continue the lineage. So he so. The, the brother's son would carry on the lineage of his uncle. Right. Who passed away. Right. Um, so my dead dad's but, wife is now my mom. My dead my uncle's, dad, uncle's wife is now my mom. Is now my mom. So he bec- that the, the nephew becomes the son. Right. Okay. They carry out the adoption by writing out a contract, and then it's placed underneath the deceased groom, whatever, his... Uh, his tablet, his spirit tablet. And the contract indicating that the nephew now is your son and is going to carry on your, your lineage. Right. And all is right in the world. Do you it's think strange. he has any kind of relationship with the, his new mom, the one who's now married into this family and living with them and probably well, doesn't know be, them? And it's well, probably, I mean, would it not kind of be his mom? I assumed, or in my mind, I thought he was just replacing the dead. He's replacing his uncle. Yeah. Like he's but not she's really... celibate. Like it's not like they can do anything to keep the lineage right. going. Well, then he, but he's allowed to. Man, these men just get whatever they want. Yeah, he's allowed to do whatever he wants, and then 
it would be considered like he's keeping so he's it going. taking his place. Yeah, that's his, his uncle's place. Right. As as the man of that little family. But then he's still also going to go run off and do his own thing. Right. Because I'm thinking the way I read it and thought was when they put the contract under the deceased guy's spirit tablet, that was kind of joining this whole yeah, idea the kid's together. a legitimate heir then. Right. Okay. I got it now. Just wanted to make sure I got it straight. Can you imagine the family tree? If you went to like, what's oh, that yeah. family tree website you can go to? Um, Ancestry. Yeah. yeah Ancestry.com. And how crazy it's like the, the nephew's down here, but then all of a sudden he becomes the dad <laughs> of this family. So it's going all around. It looked like freaking Betty Hill star map from the last episode. <laughs> Do we think there's any necrophilia involved? In this whole I'm glad thing. you're the one that brought it up because it definitely crossed my mind. And with all this marrying to ghosts and corpses, there's got to be some, right? I, I don't know. Like in, in my research, <coughs> in my research, <laughs> it seemed like the newest corpses were the prized corpses. So if you got right. to her, you know, right after she died or if she was only two days buried, you dug her up. It was like a hierarchy of corpse brides. So I think it would make sense. Why else would you want the fresher one? Yeah. Is that why? Well, I mean, the I guess the person digging up the grave would have to be doing that because the guy's already dead. No, in the instance where a guy is marrying a dead girl. Oh, like he bangs the corpse. Right. That's what he's. Yeah. We were just asking if there's any of that going on, do we think? <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe. I mean, it's just something to think about, I guess. Keep She'd that be, in the back of your mind as we go through all this. She'd be good for the, the Chinese basket trick. That's for sure. What's, what's the, the, yeah, what's you the have to educate us on that one. So that's where you have a, a basket suspended from some sort of rope or something. And there's a hole cut out of the bottom of the basket and the girl's sitting in there. So like a basket or a swing or sure. something. You raise her up and then you spin her around a bunch of times and you let her down. And you enter <laughs> you enter her in the basket and then you let it go and she spins around. <laughs> that's the Chinese basket like trick. It's like a cartoon. It's like... And she, mean, like she, off. she couldn't protest and you can no. just keep winding her up and back and forth. I all feel day. like that would be perfect if you can just get her in and get her to stay as long as there's no limbs falling off. That's why you'd want a fresh one, I guess. Yeah, maybe duct tape her to the basket. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This is somebody's wife, Dave. Somebody's new wife. Chinese basket trick. Look it up, folks. <laughs> we will not post a picture of that <laughs> on the socials. Today's episode of Necronomapod is brought to you by Beardology. There are a lot of imitators out there, but there's only one place I buy my beard oil. Beardology beard oil nourishes your skin and won't leave you with that greasy feel. With over 17 cents available in their extensive product line, I trust my beard to Beardology. You can find Beardology at beardology.co. Use code NECRO15 to receive 15% off your purchase. Beardology. Discover the best way to avoid the shave. So, and then, um, besides being concerned about not being able to have proper burials or proper, proper funerals, the other most common reason for it is that the spirit of the deceased person would request to be married because like they get to the afterlife, realize they're alone and their spirit is upset. Like through a seance, they contact the family. Yeah, so you can, yeah, they can find, well, so they believe, like, let's say someone in the family gets sick and normal medicine isn't making them feel better. They think that it's this, it's their deceased son or daughter 
telling them, right? Hey, I want to be married. Like kind of putting a a, a curse, I yeah. guess. Which I'm sure they read into any misfortune that befalls the family, right? As yeah. oh, he must want to be married, right? Yeah, you can probably make that up for whatever you want, right? Um, and then another way would be like if the person spirit came to him in a dream and said, "I want to be married," or just yeah, or they said they're you know they're upset, they're lonely in the afterlife, and they want somebody to be with them. And then it becomes the family's job to try to set this up, right? And they'll go out and and get a medium or. Or something, do a seance and get in contact with the spirit. Do you think they're like talking to the spirit and he's like, all right, I want like a blonde, five foot two. <laughs> here's the measurements. I mean, I guess a, a Chinese blonde would be maybe a rare to come by, but still green eyes, brown hair, flesh still somewhat intact. <laughs> well, right. Well, because for this one, yeah, I guess it would be another ghost, right? Yeah, it's just. Yeah. Flesh so much. I want you know like a like a seven to ten day uh, past life would be great. Anything past ten days, no thank you. Like I said in the opener, full of worms and ready to get plowed. <laughs> Some of them have very low standards. <laughs> and then the other one, the only other one really for was I think we touched on that earlier was that uh, a younger brother shouldn't marry before the older brother. Shouldn't or can't. Um, or if you're these people, probably can't. Highly frowned, maybe? Yeah. Highly yeah. frowned upon? It, I would assume it's more like a can't. So in that case, again, they would marry the older brother, the ghost the of the older brother, brother to another ghost, ghost yeah. of some sorts. Or an alive woman, if she was willing to Yeah, I was going to ask, that, yeah, so in that situation, if there was someone who's like, oh, I'll marry a ghost, and then they could, this older brother could be then married to Betty. Yeah. I use Betty again, we already talked about Betty Hill, so... Yeah, but that uh, it doesn't Lisa. sound ideal. Are there any honeymoons involved in this? Do they go away with their corpse bride after? Uh, well, ghosts can go wherever they want, Dave. They might honeymoon in your dreams. <laughs> kind of yeah, like I Weekend mean, at Bernie's, or this is like <laughs> Honeymoon with Lee. Yeah, I mean, the, the two ghosts, they can go do whatever they want. <laughs> but if you if you marry the corpse ghost, like if you're alive and marry like a, a, corse, uh, a, a ghost. Well, they just get buried immediately. So no honeymoon. And none of his Chinese baskets. So we just debunked everything we had fun talking about. Yeah, I don't. And because if they're both dead, they're buried together in the same coffin. If that's a honeymoon in itself. So I don't know (laughs) if if the the woman that's alive would when she dies, if they dig the husband back up. And then bury them together. The way they treat women, I wouldn't be surprised if an alive woman marries a ghost. She gets killed and put with the, the, <laughs> the corpse. She's like, all right, now you must be with your husband. Right. I mean, the way they treat them, my God. Yeah, I'm not I'm not sure. And like I said, it's a really underreported on subject. So it's kind of vague. You know, some of this stuff's kind of right. vague. Um, so I was reading that some of the, the, the poorer families, that they can't afford the, you know, the corpses are so expensive now. So they just have to have little statues. So they actually have fake you know, fake Chinese ghost brides without an actual corpse. Because they can't shell out the they can't thousands the of dollars corpse, for right? a corpse or a bone. Right. I mean, I guess that because they do have um, like matchmakers, mm-hmm. like that would basically be a medium or, or someone that could summon a ghost. So for these, these poor families, I was thinking we could maybe make Necronama brides. <laughs> they would be the little statues that little could stand in. Figurines. We could sell them on Amazon, little figurines. I think we're onto something there. They're like 20 bucks a pop. Necronama brides and Necronama bros. And they, they can, can reside make... in your Necronama pad. Yeah. <laughs> That's perfect. 
It sure beats uh, thirty-five thousand for a bone. Exactly. Yeah. We'll only charge fifty-nine ninety-nine. I thought we just said twenty dollars. Now you're jacking. No, for the, the set. Up. For the oh. set. I'm gonna jack it up for the whole set. But you get a t-shirt and a hat. We'll shell out little fake wedding rings. We'll have them. We'll have them made in China, so we won't. We can save on all the shipping costs. It's <laughs> not right. like you can build anything in this right country. There. They're all right there. Yeah. Boom. Good idea. Yeah. So. Tell me more about these matchmakers. That kind of sounds like a fun gig. So matchmakers would be a medium or a priest. So somebody that can summon a ghost or a spirit and be able to communicate with them and then let the family know what the spirit's saying. Hey, this spirit swiped right, swiped left. They're not interested. <laughs> like, give me somebody else. But they, they would kind of do that. They would say this spirit is interested in marrying your son or, um, or, or in marrying your your daughter it sounded like it would just like they would go to find out what like if the spirit was unhappy and wanted to marry oh, someone their own. OK, I see what you mean. Right. And then it's up to the family to find a corpse or a, or an alive person who's willing bone. to marry their their ghost. Right. And when they do a ghost marriage, they do every all the Chinese customs apply to it like a normal marriage would. So they have like a big feast and, and all the whole and that's, deal. that's even if it's two ghosts getting married or right. if it's a, a, an alive person and a ghost. Yeah. Um, do they put the, the corpse at like the head table? Like, yeah. Like we're, th- we're sitting next to the, uh, the yeah. I, so they, they reinforce them with rebar and steel piping and stuff so they can stand up. And is there a lot of photography of this then? Like, not much. Just what I, a little I bit. just what so, I said. And yeah. we'll, we'll put out some pictures on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, we're at Necronomapod. We'll send out some photos of some of this stuff. It's, it's wild. I, I saw the photo you showed me, and that yeah. is, it's all crazy. There's more, the more like effigy pictures where they're just, you know, like the statue Necronama brides, if you will, the like Necron- we were talking about earlier. <laughs> we'll we'll send actual out, corpses. We'll put out all those pictures. Yeah. So, like you were saying, Dave, with the <clears throat> effigies, it's um, since the bride and groom aren't physically there, they're represented by effigies made of paper, bamboo, or cloth. And then alongside them, they make effigies of um, like household items that they would use, like a refrigerator. And oh, I thought you meant like household items that like would more uh, signify that person. Like for me, it'd be a bunch of Miller Lite cans and a Chase Elliott hat well, sure, or something. Yeah, I mean, and they're <laughs> just like, oh, that's drunk ass hillbilly Mike. <laughs> I mean, whatever you're going to use. Well. Yeah. Um, and then at the end of the wedding, they burn all the effigies. So. It all goes to the spirit world with them. So That's the good. refrigerator, all the... They burn it all. Yeah, they, they burn... bonfire to end the night, really. It's yeah, like... but it's all made out of paper, you know what I mean? That's true. But yeah, so they burn it, so they all... They get their stuff when they All right, return. I got a question for you guys. All right. Would you rather marry a dead Olivia Wilde or a Roseanne Barr that's alive? Dead Olivia Wilde. Dead Olivia Wilde. Well, too, absolutely. Her ghost, is the corpse there? Or is it her ghost? The corpse. Also still, yes, her even more so probably you're just gonna marry a rotting corpse well but then she'll be you know buried immediately after and then i'll be like oh my wife olivia wilde yeah. you're in for the oh, rest of your oh, life yeah, right? i was married to olivia wilde and you're getting chicks up the wazoo yeah right oh, okay. and as a man yeah. you're allowed if you were right a woman you know and then you married the the, the corpse of brad and you're Pitt. celibate you're celibate and you live with brad pitt's parents you're out of luck and his nephew becomes your husband so ian what's your answer um, yeah, I mean, if she's just getting buried immediately, then well, yeah. per their rules, right? That's how it is. Yeah, 
We're not saying you actually have to take it on a honeymoon right. and, and skull fuck it. I mean, it. Roseanne would be fun, but no. <laughs> like, not to bang, but just to, like, hang out with her. <laughs> no, keep going. I want you to get yourself out of this one. Wait, you're telling me Roseanne wouldn't be fun to hang out with? I don't think so. I don't no. know. She can sing the Star Spangled Banner <laughs> while I'm banging <laughs> Olivia Wilde's 10-day-old corpse. <laughs> I think I like better knowing that I can walk around saying, oh, Olivia Wilde was my wife. <laughs> I think I'd yeah. rather have that story. Yeah. Because then you're just, you're in. Like like we said, like you're you're set. Yeah, I am. Yeah. All right. Once again, Olivia Wilde wins the show <laughs> on Necronomapod. All right, we'll see you next week. <laughs> we got our reference in. Dave's good to go. Got to talk about his dream girl. Yep. So, yeah, like we were going back. So they, they burn all the effigies at the end. And then um, the effigy of the bride, she is treated like she's actually alive. Like they feed the effigy at the wedding only for the bride yeah and um and this is where the women i guess this word all pays off for them benefit a tiny bit the piece of paper gets to eat some damn cake yeah (laughs) you win women you win (laughs) um yeah so they feed they feed the effigy and the um, food just falls on the floor (laughs) i'm trying to picture this uh this wild scenario I just spit out my drink. <laughs> like the potatoes plop. <laughs> plop. Mm, isn't that so good? Plop. You know, the paper's getting all tore up and shred. Here, have some wine. It's like that movie 43 skit with Liam Schreiber, his girlfriend at the end, with the mop girl. Oh, I don't remember. I was like, oh, mom, my girlfriend loves you. <laughs> That's right. Oh, I forgot about that. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. I never. I didn't really think of that when I was when I was writing this outline. Out. Like, just how messy how it gets. It? Yeah. <laughs> you didn't think about that. How did they feed the piece of paper that they're feeding? No, no. He's just really. like, oh look, they feed the effigy. <laughs> oh look, see, women can't complain. They got it made in the end. <laughs> well, that's that's something though. Yeah, and they they talk to it and stuff too, and they they'll like tell. The effigy, like, oh, you're at the groom's house now. Do you think they do the dollar dance? What's the dollar dance? So that's where, like, it's like a fund, like a like a little money raising thing for the bride and groom. Mm-hmm. So it's where like the 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 bride will be on the dance floor and they'll play like a long song. And if you pay a buck, you get to go to have like a thirty second dance with the bride. Uh-huh. I think my joke was. Ian and I both got married at the bride. courthouse. We don't know what these fancy <laughs> yeah. things are. You guys never yeah. been to a wedding though where yes, they did I that. I know what the dollar dance. So I mean, oh, I never. Well, I've only been to. I'd Two pay- weddings, and no, they didn't do those. All right, next time I get invited to a wedding, you could be my plus one, and I'll show you what a bride a dollar dance is, and then you Sounds can laugh good. at my joke about dancing with a paper mache bride. All right. <laughs> Done. They let the effigy know when she's arrived at the house, and they, they also put the spirit tablet inside the bride's effigy so that she, quote, becomes animated with the ghost that is to be married. So, okay, kind of strange. Yeah. Well, that's... I mean, she's not really becoming animated, but... Right. Well, if it was a tablet like I thought, at least it would light up and glow, and you could play music from it. If she was really eating, why can't she really be animated? There are some small um, provinces in China where these still go on to this day. Like, one of the articles I was researching was, like, um, it was from, like, five days ago. And that, there that was a, a corpse was dug up. So are they happening often or they just still do happen? They still happen. It seems like it's um, on the rise. Yeah, it's a it's trending up since 
I heard about it in like 2011. Yeah, so I'm gonna try and say this this uh, this name here. I'm probably gonna butcher it. Shanxi works for me. Did that sound about right. I think that's as, as close as we could get. So yeah, the Shanxi uh, province in China is where they're most common, and they're they're super common there because they have a big uh, coal mining boom. But uh, every year there's thousands of accidents where young guys die. A lot of young unmarried guys. So right, and there's women, a lot of need for this. Yeah, and. Like you were saying earlier, there's such a um, a difference between the, amount the ratio of, yeah, men to women, right? right? With the ratio being off, and then I and I had also read that a lot of women also are leaving those areas of China to go into bigger cities. I don't blame them. We're kind of you know what, getting what away kind from of the stuff. Chance are they going to take being married off to some ghost and and forced to live with with their right. families? Yeah, you're like I get sick and all of a sudden mom and dad are selling my corpse to some fucking jerk right. off well, down the while road. I'm still on my deathbed. Right. So there's already a huge male population here. Right. Plus women are leaving and now you got these guys dying, young men dying. Right, unmarried. Unmarried. So they they need something. Right, and just and then you stick to tradition. They're not allowed to be buried with their family members now and given a proper burial. I mean, they still get the funeral, but they don't get the proper burial and that they so would normally get. This might be going back a bit. So then when those young men die, they might not get have the the be buried with the family. Right. Do they still get their the tablet? Uh, the spirit tablet put up at the altar there? Yeah. They still would have yeah. that. Even I, be- I believe married. so. That's right. That's right, because we had said the nephew would get his contract underneath yeah. his uncle's yeah. tablet. Yeah, it's very w- complicated, all of this. It, when I read the notes that Ian sent, I was confused by it. This was the most confusing story we've covered yet. Yeah, this one, but I, I just find this whole thing just really fascinating. It's fascinating, it's it bizarre, happens. and it's a little disgusting. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, so with all those accidents and the imbalance of men and women, that's where a black market for this stuff comes in, which is murders and grave robbing. So they're murdering for the sole purpose of these ghost marriages. To sell. In some of these situations. Yeah, to sell the body. And this is a pretty wild stat when I was researching this, that the Chinese government didn't make it a crime to sell a corpse until 2006. It's interesting. Because what what happens in um, in these small areas is at the hospital, if they find out that a woman's had an accident and she's on, like, on the verge of dying or terminally ill or found out that one just recently died the families like flock to the hospital and essentially a bidding war starts for the the woman's body i picture like do you think they call up the guy the the auctioneers from storage wars and they're like outside the room just like holding an auction and these people are just bidding on it it's getting all rowdy meanwhile there's a person in there on their deathbed it's super crazy yeah she's like i'm not dead yet Still here, fuckers. <laughs> 500, 500, 500, I do it here. 1,000, 1,000. Still here. Ooh, that guy's cute. All right, him. <laughs> yeah, and from what I researched, it uh, the bidding stuff still goes on today, even though it was made illegal in 2006. With people on their deathbeds. Yeah. Obviously, this is like kept low-key, and they're not making a whole show of it. Right. But they're still bidding. Who is like overseeing the bidding? I think it's like, up to the the woman's or the dying woman's family. So the dying woman's family is going to go out there and be like, all right, how much you want for her? Right. Because the news. That's re- nuts. The news report that I read that was from five days ago, it was an 18 year old girl that died. 
and the family said that they were approached by somebody to purchase her body for a ghost marriage, mm. and they said no, and then her corpse was dug up. Oh, that's awful. Yeah. That's fucked up. Yeah, I mean, they go for a lot of money. Um, Get cremated, kids, and no one's fucking your corpse. Yeah. it's my free advice to you. <laughs> so the other thing from from research on this, too, is that during there was somebody that had talked to reporters that claimed that he had been conducting ghost marriages from the since the 90s, and he was talking about the price for female corpses. And back, I guess back in the 90s, it was a thousand U.S. dollars. Um, but because of all the, like the the coal mining deaths and stuff, the prices have just shot up to where the actual corpse can range anywhere close to a hundred thousand dollars U.S. for a full corpse, and then for a bone, like we were saying earlier, about. 30 grand just to have the bone just for there a single bone that's yeah. wild and the thing is is you think too um when you think of like rural china like that like poor you know that's generally what you would think right but because of the coal mining it's like a big boom there so right. they all so, have tons of so money so they're spending big bucks <laughs> yeah they, i mean High they have rollers a lot of money. buying whole corpses over here right they're like the beverly hillbillies of china Okay, so I know you guys then did a little research to find some some news stories uh, and articles about some of these ghost marriages stuff. Right. What did you, you got? This one's from The Guardian from 2013, where there were four men imprisoned for digging up corpses and selling them to families on the black market. They would just like make a business out of this? That, that was what they did? Yeah, and the weird thing with what they were doing, too, is they were... Um, they were counterfeiting the corpse's medical records to boost the prices to sell them on the black market. So what does that mean? That's what, it's like yeah. a corpse hierarchy. Yeah, I'm thinking. So if they were healthier or like a fresher corpse, I think maybe they were fudging the numbers on that to make. I feel it like seem at like some point you're just kind of a corpse. Like you're 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 past the point of there being any kind of positivity to having that corpse, right? Yeah. Yeah, I really don't understand that. Not that there would be any positivity to having a corpse, but there's probably a difference between day old and a month old. But then that would be forging the death certificate, not the medical record. Maybe that's what they're talking about, though. When I think they're forging the medical records, this would seem to indicate, you know, that they were a healthier person when they were alive. And how does that even come into play? Maybe, I don't know, maybe the spirit is healthier in the afterlife. Like they have less I, I cholesterol, know. so they have a better uh Well, yeah, I wonder afterlife. I wonder then like what is like, that what it is? Is there something to that or even to, like to the ages? Like maybe it's the corpse of a 55-year-old woman, but you want a bride that's in her 20s. Well, that's so they, they fudge the numbers and say, well, "No, this was a 20-year-old woman." In in that one the one video that I found, the one of two that I found, the one guy the guy was saying that his whole like every woman in his family had been dug up including like his mother, which would obviously in this guy would look like he was in his forties. Yeah. So it would be old. And I'd think that they're just not, you know, they're making up that they're so a they young could, person. So it could be changing that as yeah. well. That, that makes that I think that makes the most sense. Yeah. yeah. If you're going to get a corpse, I, I guess you want the best one you can get for your money. Well, if you're shelling out that much money, yeah. sure. Yeah. You're not going to pay for a Lexus and get a Kia. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Yeah, and so they go through this article. Kind of bounces around, and it, it covers some other um, some other years. So there was a family in 2012 also that sold their deceased daughter to the family of a young man that that had passed away, 
And then soon afterwards, police caught a grave robber that dug her up and then sold her again. She was sold twice. Yeah, for two separate ghost marriages. I don't know if you can get a license the second time, can you? Well, he sold her the first time, and then he sold her the, it says here, <clears throat> slightly less the second time so around. Because cool, so she's used. Yeah. yeah. So here's the problem with that. This girl is getting gangbanged in the afterlife by like 20 dudes because she's married to all of That's them. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Then she's what? She's got a marriage license to all these guys now. And if you're the last one to marry her, you're paid less. She's already been passed down for everybody else. Do you have to wait your turn in line then in the afterlife? Like... I would imagine it's... So your second husband gets sloppy seconds, and if you're like the 20th dude, you have to wait? <laughs> I would imagine so. I mean, if you're paying the most, you're not waiting in line. I imagine the resale value goes down and down and down. Well, that's right? what he was saying. Yeah. The second time it was cheaper. At some point, it's just dust and <laughs> yeah. a couple of bone fragments left. They're like, <laughs> all right, 100 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> this is a fucking insane story. <laughs> I'm going to read this little... Uh, this little part of the article, too, because this is pretty wild. The 2019 part? No, or? just above that. It says, uh, according to the Global <laughs> Times, less affluent families who desire ghost marriages may use a non-human proxy for the corpse bride, such as a silver statue or a doughy human-shaped biscuit with black beans for eyes. And some may buy an old rotten corpse at a discounted price, dress it in clothing, and reinforce its skeleton with steel wire. That's what I was talking about before, yeah. yeah so, so this is where you would get the, like, a 60, 70-year-old corpse. I guess, Or a person, yeah. or, or, a cor- or a corpse that's just been, you know, dead for years, I guess. Yeah. Doll it all up, put some steel wire in it, and there you go. Non-human proxy. That's the Necronama bride market right there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess that's better than a, a doughy biscuit with black bean eyes. <laughs> yeah, that right? sounds... And you bake her for dessert at the end of the <laughs> ceremony? <laughs> no, because she's got you got to feed her still. <laughs> Feeding a biscuit. <laughs> can you feed it a biscuit? No, or is that cannibal? feeding the biscuit. I'm asking if you can feed the biscuit a biscuit, or is that uh, cannibalism? That would be cannibalism. <laughs> it's been going on for a while, and I know the one mur- one of the murders, I, I believe it was from 2011 or 2012, two guys were arrested. They had the body in their car, and they were arrested, and that's what they were They were going. They murdered a girl, and they were going to sell her for, for a ghost that's marriage. That's fucked up. Yeah. That's just so. Sick. And then, like I said, the other thing that I found was just from a couple days ago where a grave got robbed. That's unbelievable. Dave, you got a story for us? I do. So I found this on the sixthtone.com news site, whatever that is. So this fellow back in July of 2016 decided to purchase the body of an unwed woman to marry his um, deceased nephew. So through one of his acquaintances, they found this girl that was. Uh, Allegedly had just died, so he paid so he paid about forty seven hundred dollars to get this corpse. So they hold this ghost wedding on uh, July fourteenth, twenty sixteen, and as the guests are about to bury the coffin, they hear pounding inside the coffin. It turns out this person was alive, and it was a a mentally disabled woman that they had drugged and sold as a dead corpse. So you imagine this girl; she wakes up inside the coffin. Which, honestly, is one of the most terrifying things that's, I could think of. Everybody's worst fear. Uh, I mean, that's she's just buried alive. Yeah. Did the did the people selling her not realize that at some point she's going to wake up? Or did they, th- did they think they had drugged her enough to kill her? I don't know I think they, they cared. I, yeah, I don't think they cared. I think they figured by the time she was buried. It would be, it'd be taken care of. Yeah. yeah. 
And so they go to bury her and they hear the pounding and her right. trying to get out. That's like horror movie shit. Can you That's imagine? Terrible. That poor girl. It's like Kill Bill, where Uma Thurman's got to punch her way out of the. That's uh, right, out of the coffin. <laughs> Forgot about that part. And especially being mentally challenged on top of all that, it's got to be really. Yeah. Just, oh yeah. I mean, you got to be a sick fucker to do that to somebody. So here's my question then, and it's like the legitimate question: Does that marriage like not count then for that, uh, or does it count as like a human girl married a, a ghost of a boy? Does she now have to go live with his family? Or is that not count because against she was, her will. she was, it was against her will. Yeah. I don't think that. Counts. And given, you know, if she was, if she was mentally disabled, she might not have been able to, to make that decision. You know, she might not right. have been able to do that. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I would say she probably didn't make the decision on, on her own. Well, no. so yeah, I would assume she was just kidnapped and <laughs> oh, drugged. That's unbelievable. And who knows how much more of this stuff, you know, how much it really goes on. It's like I said earlier, it's way underreported. Yeah, and in that story, I think the police found that that crew had done the same, you know, to other girls. So they probably just suffocated after they were buried. That's yeah. I was just gonna say. I mean, how many people have been buried alive now because of this? That is just the worst. Yeah, and they're buried with the remains of of the groom. You know. Yeah. So this girl would have been put in a casket or coffin with the groom. Right. With so she woke up, not just being buried alive, but there's already a corpse in there with you. Yeah. Could you imagine like other People that this happened to, waking up and then suffocating in there with with a corpse. With the corpse. Yeah. What's that movie um, with Ryan Reynolds where he's buried alive? The whole movie is shot inside like the, uh, the, I didn't the, watch the, that. the casket. Yeah. I've never. I don't even know what that is. And he's Sounds buried alive. I think it's Ryan Reynolds. Well, we'll have to. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll tweet that out. Or yeah. There's fine. another old Dutch horror movie called The Vanishing, which is just absolutely terrifying that happens. So check that out. And that's the whole movie is based out. on that. It's, uh, yeah, I kind of want to spoil it if anyone wants to watch it, but now it's 40 years old, but. I don't think at this <laughs> yeah. point we're spoiling anything for anybody. So uh, a guy is with his, his wife or his girlfriend at a gas station and she just disappears and he spends like years trying to figure out what happened to her and he finally finds the guy that, um, they kidnapped her and the guy puts him to sleep and this guy just wakes up because he said, I want you to do the same thing to me that you did to her. So I, cause he wanted to know what happened to her. He wakes up buried in this coffin. That's how the movie ended. Oh my gosh. It was bleak. Yeah, that's, that's terrible. Spooky. They made an American version. I think he got out and rescued everyone. but And saved the day. Yeah, the original wasn't like <laughs> was that. was not so good. Uh, of course he it was rescued terrifying. Everyone. Yeah. So that's Ghost Weddings. How fun was that episode? Very interesting. We should take a field trip over there, over to China, though. No. I think the weddings. lesson learned is don't like go to, to China. I like to see this thing. I'm good. T- I'm telling you, if I ever get an invite, my plus one is going to be a ghost date. There's a short video of one that somebody was allowed to to attend on YouTube. Is there? All right, yeah, so it's we'll real send shitty that out. quality. But well, maybe we'll send there. that out, though, just so people can see. Yeah. So, Ian, anything else with Ghost Weddings? Anything you want to add to that? No. No, that's about it for, for Ghost Weddings. Um, I just want to give a huge thank you to everybody that's listened so far. You know, we, we cracked into the top 200 on iTunes for for society and culture and that's in one week yeah i never that's great yeah i didn't think that you know i thought that something like that would take a long time so i just want to and i think at some points we even peaked up into the top 50 yeah at certain points and uh we're beating uh podcasts at some that were produced by npr and nbc right yeah so we're up there you know after one week just the support yeah so i just want to give a yeah, huge thank you to everybody that's listened and subscri- and subscribed to us so far. 
They love us. They really love us. <laughs> uh, Dave, you got anything you want to plug? No, just looking at the geographical stats from last week. I just want to give a shout out to our 13 listeners in Bangladesh. Necronom- <laughs> Glad you're listening. Necronomapod is worldwide. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. This will be great when we go on tour. <laughs> Bangladesh, yep. we're coming to you. Um, follow us on social media. Twitter, we are at Necronomapod. Instagram, Necronomapod. Please subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. Um, give us feedback, too, on Instagram or Twitter. Hit us up. Send us a DM or just or just message us. Let us know what you like, what you don't like. I got no responses uh, about whether or not people think hot dogs are sandwiches. So I guess it's just <laughs> unanimous that it is, uh, that it is a sandwich. It's accepted fact at yeah, this point. I guess so, since there was no feedback on that one. So, yeah, hit us up. Tell us what you like, what you don't like. Any, if you have any suggestions of things you might want us to cover, uh, or just send us a message and tell us, tell us uh, what's up. Are you guys ready for a cool down beer? Let's do it. Let's go.